0: Harp on Sports with Seth Harp. You know what time it is. Three, two, one. Let's do this. Go Barg Sanders! Your food needs refill. Harp on Sports, the bar, podcast, media, audio, and radio network. What do we have in store for you on this edition of the program? Oh, that golden arch is Arch Manning. Texas numbers coming out. How much money Texas spent on the Arch Manning recruiting escapade? He and nine other recruits, or he and eight other recruits for nine total. Texas dropping upwards of half a million dollars. People are shocked by this. Why? It's actually a bargain. Believe it or not, it's a bargain. I'll tell you why if Arch Manning. Is it even If he's even three quarters of what people think he's going to be, it's worth it. Also, Florida State taking care of business, dumping Louisville on the road in Kentucky Friday night. Knowles 3-0. and Last time the Knowles won the first three games to start the year, 2015. You know, it's been seven years since Florida State started 3-0. and What's going on with Mike Norvell in Tallahassee is exactly what a rebuild Looks like a realistic, re- it is, it's a realistic rebuild in the state's capital. And also, going to wrap with a trio for the ages. As Albert Pujols closes in on 700 home runs, this holy trinity of Pujols, Molina, and Cabrera, why it may be the best retiring trio in the same year in the history of baseball. So we're going to look at that as well. Again, Harpon Sports, the bar podcast, media, audio, a radio network. Follow, share, like, subscribe at Harpon Sports Twitter, at Harpon Sports Instagram. Auditory route, Buzzsprout, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Harpon Sports the bar, Harpon Sports the Facebook page, Harpon Sports the bar, the YouTube challenge, and of course, or the YouTube challenge, the YouTube page, Harpon Sports the bar, and of course, HarpodSports.com. Beginning with the Arch Manning story. You know, the haves and the have more's in college football. It, it's funny, and I've noticed this, especially in the last 12 months. How for years and years and years, the haves, the have more's, it was close. The have more's have kicked it into hyperdrive. And the have more's or have the mosts, the haves, and they have the most. Now the haves are like, it's not fair, it's not fair. I hear it all the time from Gator fans. It's not Alabama, Texas. Look at all the money they have. All of a sudden, woe is me. University of Florida shopping at Goodwill for recruits because they don't have any money. It's funny. It was never a problem when UCF and USF and smaller schools didn't have the money, right? But oh gosh, it's not fair. I've told people time and time again, Texas has oil money. Those big 12 schools, they've got oil money. And oil money's different than any other type of money because it's constantly printing. Tech money comes and goes, but it, it stays, but tech money's there. Apparel money, Nike, it's there. Oil money never stops. It never, It's like the sun. One billion atom bombs every second. Boom, boom, never stops. So through all this, we find out that Texas... Dumped maybe upwards of $600,000. We know that they spent $280,000 on the weekend alone for Arch Manning and a couple other recruits. What was it? Top golf, lavish meals, Four Seasons Hotel, breakfast at Sarkeesian's. It was like, oh my gosh, look at all the money that they spent. What did people think was going on? That they were getting brown bag lunches? What did you think was going on? Of course they're dropping six figures on these guys. Think about this for one second. Just think about this. How much do you get for a New Year's Six Bowl game? What's your payout? It's over $10 million, right? He takes you to one of those. Your investment's tenfold. By the time you count your ticket sales and the money that you make and your apparel, it's tenfold. He didn't... Arch Manning doesn't even have to take you to the playoff. All he has to do is get you to the Chick-fil-A peach. All he's got to do is get you to the sugar. All he's got to do is get you to the cotton. It doesn't even have to be a playoff year. And the hype around him and the ticket sales and the apparel, it's all going to be there. He's going to make so much money. I cringe to think what his name, image, and likeness deals are going to be worth. But that's what it is. I I don't know what people thought this was. You know, it's almost like people that love steak and pigs and chicken, they love to eat meat. And then you take them to a slaughterhouse and they're just horrified. What did you think was going on here? What did you think this was? Somebody that has surgery? Oh, my gosh. What did you think it was? So, again, you know, they dump all this money. And then you start to see Florida's budget went up to $4.72 Guys, recruiting is a gigantic arms race now. Recruiting budgets are through the roof. Staffs are through the roof. Do they need to put a cap on it? Of course they need to put a cap on it. Who's going to do it? Why would a school like Texas want a cap? Why would the rich want a cap? Why would they? And uh, look, I'm a big proponent of capitalism. The marketplace sets its limit. But if you want competitive balance, this can't work. It can't. Because when you can pay your staff more than this staff, the, again, the, the the strongest sports league in the world is the NFL. Why does the NFL work? Revenue sharing. The NFL is socialistic in nature. When Texas can pay more than Alabama can pay, and look, in, in Alabama, <laughs> Nick Saban, oh, we can't, you know, can't keep up. Look, (laughs) it's just ridiculous. When you think about like the facilities and swimming pools and arcades and barbershops and Clemson has a slide and all these things that everybody has. Oregon has the same leather seats in their film room that Ferrari has in its cars. Just printing money, buying this stuff. And everybody, I can't compete... You know, you know what it essentially is? It's somebody that has. It, 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 I'm going to give you a very simple analogy. It's somebody with an iPhone 13 pointing at the person with the iPhone 14, saying it's not fair. People pointing at Texas spending their money, Alabama spending the money that they're spending, pointing at them, going in the Big Ten, the money. It's not fair. It's not. You have such a competitive advantage. Why well, I have an iPhone 14? Why well, I have an iPhone 13? It's not fair. Meanwhile, where I went to school, and the Mac comes along and says, check out our blackberry just the way it is so texas drops all this money it's like oh this will be an eye opener no come on what do you think was happening and again it's a sound investment it worked texas rolled out the red carpet rolled out the big bucks how can you say that's not a competitive advantage though or a competitive disadvantage for everybody else involved the haves are now upset that they have mores Again, Texas is an iPhone 14 plus pro, what the big one. And the Alabama, Florida walk. it's not fair. Florida's an iPhone 14, Alabama, or iPhone 13. Florida, Alabama, iPhone 13's pointing to Texas. They're an iPhone 14, it's not fair. What about Vanderbilt? They're an iPhone, iPhone 10. Yeah, but they tough. Mississippi State's an iPhone 10, iPhone 11. Yeah, 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 14. So where you go next? And until you put a cap on it, and even if you put a cap on it, college football's always been dirty. Here, here's the thing about college football recruiting and the money that's being spent it's always been corrupt and dirty. Now it's a flashlight. So you know what college football is? College football is that section between the refrigerator and the wall. When you remove the frid- refrigerator or the stove in the wall, when you remove a stove and remove refrigerator, let's say you get a new one, washer and dryer, more so a stove and a refrigerator. Because of wash and dry, you move out because of the vents. And, but let's say you remove a refrigerator. You're looking at it like, oh, my God, it's filthy under there. I can't believe how dirty it is. It's always been that dirty. You're just seeing it. You're finally seeing it. It's all said and done. $280,000 for Arch Manning is a bargain. And when they said it's as many as nine recruits, $600,000, nine recruits, these guys all, even if seven of them come. Again, you go to a New Year's Six Bowl game. It's a $10 million payout. you got your money back. Over and over and over return on investments through the roof it's wise It's wise welcome to your investment pool and look <laughs> it's no different than the NFL but you know the NFL flies players in um, talks to them you know they meet with players trying to decide who they want to draft and they'll bring in eight or nine players It's not quite this extravagant but you're making big investments in these guys. I get it. But again, a bunch of people with an iPhone 13 complaining how unfair it is that everybody has an iPhone 14. I think that's fascinating. It's comical. That's what it is. Something that's not comical, Mike Norvell and the Florida State Seminoles. Now look, they're not back. They're not back. Just like Southern Cal is back. They're not back. I hold them to a higher standard. Florida State, to me, is back when they're what? When they're playing in the ACC championship game and they're winning it. Florida State standard for me is the ACC championship game. When they're playing in that, you got me. It's like Miami. Miami played in the ACC championship game a couple years ago. Miami's back. and are not back. Miami's back when they're in the playoff, when they're in one of the big bowl games. That's when Miami's back. Notre Dame's back. Notre Dame's there. They're not back. You're back when you have a shot to win. They're just programs I hold to a higher standard. Florida State, I hold them to a standard. If they're competing for an ACC crown, are they there yet? No. But they're back on track. That's fair. Now I was looking at Mike Norvell. Three and six, five and seven. Now he's three and oh. Mike Norvell should win as many games this year as he's done the previous two years combined. I looked at Florida State's schedule. Three games on there. If they can win just one of them, they're gonna win nine games. If they can just win one of these three games, they're gonna win nine games. At NC State, who's ranked 16th, Clemson at home at Miami. If they can win one of those three games. Then they have another loss in there along the way. They're going to win nine games. They lose all three of those. Probably looking at seven and five, eight and four, at NC State, Clemson at home, at Miami. They win one of those. They're going to win nine games. And Mike Norvell's rebuild is a realistic rebuild. The best thing for Florida State this year would be what? You know, if they get to nine wins, great. But you kind of fall into these traps, right? This fool's gold where somebody flips the switch. They have a great year and everybody says, oh my God, we're back. Like, well, not, you're not. No, you're not. The best example I can give you that is Jim McElwain at Florida. 10 and two. Oh my gosh, Florida's back. Not really. They won 10 games, but they're not back. Jim Harbaugh has Michigan back. He does. They were in the play. Michigan's back. But you, when you get there, you got to be a threat. And Florida State now has a chance to get to eight nine wins, three and zero for the first time in seven years. they've put themselves in position to grab our attention again. Now, are they competing for the ACC crown? Probably not. And running them up against Clemson and losing fifty five to ten is not something that is in their best interest. But a Florida team that can go eight, a Florida State team that can go eight and four, a Florida State team that may find themselves in the I, Music City Bowl. A Florida State, Florida State ACC team that may find themselves in, again, I to go back to the Gator Bowl, but a Florida State team that may find themselves in what? Hmm? In North Carolina, in Charlotte, something like that. Oh, okay. Now you're on to something. Okay. Like, again, I'll give you an example. and it, it Like a Florida State-Kentucky matchup. Oh, all right. That's about where they are. They're probably not there talent wise yet, but Mike Norvell is the perfect example of how you rebuild. Three and six, five and seven. This year, probably eight and four, nine and three. And he's, he did on Friday night what this team hasn't done is they beat a team on the road that is probably no more talent than they do. To go on the road and win at Louisville, that's like it's not a marquee major win, but on a Friday night to get to three, 0 Ugly close game on the road, you bet. So, again, they're not ready to knock down any towers yet. But this is what a realistic rebuild looks like. And then, you know, with the transfer portal and finding the right quarterback and they did, you know, Jordan Travis got hurt and he's going to be out. Significant time. So, I don't know what that means. And, they, you know, you're rolling with a backup who leads you to victory. Come from behind victory on the road. They got Boston college next It's a winnable game could be four and zero, and then you split your final eight and you're eight and four nine and three ish. You know, it's, it's those type of steps. And this team hasn't played in a bowl game in a while, right? This team hasn't played in a bowl game in a while. So to get back to a bowl game for Florida state's a big deal. Now it's a 10 win season. I think would be amazing. You know, you get to nine and three, you win your bowl game, you get to 10 and three, it would be amazing, but it's a gradual process. You know, when somebody's trying to lose, and I'm trying to do that too, I'm trying to lose like 10 pounds right now. If one day I step on the scale at 198 and the next day I step at one on the scale and I'm 195, I'm like, that's water weight. I didn't really, I, I lost, but I didn't really lose three pounds. Pound a week, it's realistic. Pound a week is realistic. What's the realistic thing here for Florida State? And again, football in the state of Florida is better when all three of these teams are good. And Billy Napier has got Florida headed in the right track, Miami, Mario, Crystal ball in the right track, Mike Norvell has a couple year had start on him, but that was in much worse shape than the other two. Much worse shape. So he's done a heck of a job there. He really, really has. And again, it's about building a culture. They're giving him time. And he, he's got it moving. He's got it moving. I look at rebuilding Florida State, like redeveloping downtown Detroit. It's going to take a while. It's going to take a while. But good for him. Good for Mike Norvell. I want to end with this and you know, in my lifetime, what I can remember the best hall of fame class. I remember in baseball that all the guys retired and they all went in at the same time. Cause you have a hall of fame class. Like now you can get like six guys in cause selection committee and veterans and, and, and the writers association, just all sort of put guys in left and right. Right. It's like, oh, well, this is a great class or six guys. And it's like, Okay, well, there were years where one would get in, or two would get in, or none would get in. So, I was trying to think of three guys that retired in the same year. The best Hall of Fame class that I can remember in my lifetime is the one that was all us. We had Nolan Ryan, we had Robin Yount, and we had George Brett. Was that '99? A couple years ago, you know, you had Smoltz, Biggio, Randy Johnson, and Pedro. That's pretty, pretty good too, right? But Smoltz and Biggio, Johnson and Pedro, Johnson and Pedro in, in their own stratosphere. And then I'd have Biggio and Smoltz, you know, as a step down from like Hall of Fame stature with Brett Yount and Nolan Ryan. I mean, Nolan Ryan and George Brett, Rob, I mean, those three greats. We're going to have that class this year. In five years, you're going to have Pujols, Molina, and Miguel Cabrera. I don't know if anybody else will retire, or somebody won't get in on their first crack that should that retired last year. I'm racking my brain to see who that would even be. I know Beltray was a couple years ago. I I don't know who that would be, but it wouldn't be somebody so overwhelming. Like, oh my gosh, look at these four. So these three, the big three: Yadier Molina, Miguel Cabrera, Albert Pujols. I crunched the numbers on these guys. Oh my gosh. Albert Pulse is going to end up with 700 home runs, 2,200 RBI, close to these things. He's over 2,200 RBI already. Close to 3,400 hits. Cabrera is going to end up close to 3,100 hits, 500 home runs, 1,800 RBI. And Yadier Molina, this is just offensively, right? Yadier Molina Molina is going to end up around 22, not quite to 2,200 hits, but close. Over 175 home runs, over 1,000 RBI. I did the math on these guys. I wrote all this down. When it's all said and done, it's just absurd. Molina, Pujols, Cabrera. 5,000 RBIs. 5,000 RBIs for Pujols, Cabrera, and Molina many Christmas. Yeah. Ready for this next number? 1,400 home runs. Cabrera, Pujols, Molina. 1,400 home runs, 5,000 RBI. They're going to hit close to 8,600 hits. Now Molina's only got 2,200 compared to you know the rest of the guys. Cabrera's got 3,000. Pujols has got 3,000. Molina's got 2,200. It's around 8,700 hits, 86, 8,700 hits. So, <laughs> between the three of these guys, 8,700 hits, 1,400 home runs, 5,000 RBI, plus you probably have the greatest defensive catcher since Johnny Bench, if not better. Yadier Molina, nine gold gloves behind home plate. So, these guys are putting together the most gaudy trio statistically, offensively, maybe ever Dinner the Hall of Fame at the same time, all retiring in the same year. And maybe the strongest suit of all of them isn't anything to do with offense. It has to do with the catcher's defensive skills. It's remarkable. The Holy Trinity. Maybe this is it. Greatest three guys to ever go retire in the same year ever. Statistically, and baseball's a sport built on statistics, this just may be it. Harp on Sports, the Bart podcast, media, audio, radio network. Follow, share, like, subscribe. At Harp on Sports, Twitter, at Harp on Sports. Uh, via the Instagram, Buzzsprout, Spotify, Apple Podcast. Also, Harpon Sports YouTube page, Harpon Sports Facebook page, and of course, Harponsports.com. Remember, stay clean, stay focused, stay strong. Frankenstein. Have fun with your friends.